This is Sports Inside and Out. Legends of Sports, the voice of Legends of Sports. When legends speak, people listen. Now, here's your host, the coach, Chuck Hatcher. Again, one of the top legends broadcast post podcasts and the simulcasting around the world. SoundCloud and now on Spotify as well. So that's a great, great opportunity for us to have the content for the great legends of sports, those that help make the game. And listen, we got our favorite show when we come into getting things ready for our young men and women as well as for all those young athletes and current young athletes is in the leagues of professional sports, what they need and what they should go after, how to maintain their bodies and listen to the wisdom of those that can help them in their careers and live a good, a good uh, uh, productive and, and uh, activity-filled life. Hey, listen, we got Doc Cummings with his special. Always one that all the legends of all our NBA chapters and and all the legend families that are involved in our our broadcasts uh, around the country and the world, we got to say now, uh, Doc, of course, is one of the mainstays. He's one that has made a big imprint on the medical concierge concerns of the legends, and he isn't popular. They ask they ask quite a bit about him, and I think the broadcasting uh, expansion max on not just Spotify and SoundCloud and the streaming, but also on our new network affiliation with Liberty Cable and Legacy Film and TV with a great actor and director and, and uh, producer uh, Tim Reed uh, and his lovely wife uh, Daphne Reed of uh, Fresh Prince. It is a, it's a great opportunity to get more Max, I think, out here for it. And now we got what we really need because of the type of of uh, of content available to us with guys like Doc and who's a dear dear friend and very well known. We're able now to get into what we call the gender brand of professional sports and uh, the the athletic Title IX type things we we do for our WNBA uh, uh, young ladies and and the NCAA as well. But we got something here because, you know, if it, you, you got to be uh, living on a moon if you don't know uh, World Cup time is, is full blast. And our women have been such a dominant force in uh, soccer, in the World Cup. Uh, and they're having some troubles now. But it's not all that because, you know, it, it takes a lot. People don't realize it takes a great deal, even more so, for our young ladies to get in the type of shape that can be um, internationally uh, rugged because uh, soccer is not a non-contact sport. But Doc, we got something on here right now and I know you got the guests and we got the news that we can use along with all our, our legends and, and families around the country and around the world. We got it right now. My favorite one, I call him Maestro. Hey, what's up Doc? How you doing, babe? Hey, Coach, it's good to be here, All and right. uh, I'm excited to have uh, one of my partners, uh, Dr. Laura Quinlan, joining uh, us. Uh -huh. um, she is a uh, 
collegiate soccer player turned That's doctor. That's what I'm talking about. And, you, you can't, you can't uh, talk really about it. I'm happy to have her it. contributing today with yeah. us. You can't talk about okay. it unless you know about it. So, grow up and Doc, thank you so much for being a part of Docs. And it's all on you big time because our young ladies are really looking forward to getting this type of content from you, Doc. So, take it away. All right. Well, first, I just want to introduce Laura. Just, uh, Laura, tell us a little bit about your sport history growing up as a kid. What kind of sports were you into? Oh, gosh. Well, as a young kid, first of all, hi. Great to be here. Thanks for having me on the show. But um, as a young girl, I grew up in uh, Northern Virginia and played a bunch of sports. I did um, soccer and tennis and swim and gymnastics and um, just tried to stay really active. My parents just wanted that for me. So that was kind of growing up and um, really enjoyed a whole bunch of sports and then eventually kind of narrowed it down to where soccer became my main sport. Yeah. What, what was your main position? I grew up playing forward, striker, and then also always played a little bit in, in the back and outside midfield. So ended up playing all of those positions in college. Oh, okay. All right. And where did you play again? I played at the College of William & Mary in Virginia um, and also played for the Olympic Development Program and on our youth um, under-17 national pool. Awesome, awesome. I knew you were good. I didn't know all that. Um, <laughs> so uh, I, here's a more existential question. How, how has your involvement in sports contributed to your development in medicine? I think it shaped my whole life, to be honest with you, Steve. I mean, I think – you know, growing up playing sports, it teaches you a lot of discipline. It teaches you a lot of, like, courage and passion and heart and, uh, you know, also teaches you to prioritize, you know, what you need to get done. And so through that, through some of my injuries and then also finding I was interested in science and stuff like that, um, I know it was a little bit of a natural segue for me, I think. I got kind of interested in high school and, like, yeah, what the athletic trainer was doing and stuff like that, found out kind of some of that stuff. And then um, I really think that being an athlete kind of helped me get into medicine. Um, it's definitely the reason why I wanted to go into medicine in the first place and help people. Um, but, yeah, I think it helped shape all, all aspects of my career, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you mentioned the team aspect. I would say just – there's, there's lots of ways you do group projects in school, but working as part of a team in a sport, that that gelling with people from different places and different strengths and weaknesses and coming together and getting something done, the, the more you do that in sports, the it's good practice for, for life, uh, for sure. Absolutely. you got to learn how to lead. you got to learn how to follow. You have to learn how to play different roles within the team and we do that a lot in medicine I mean you know coming up you, you know too probably you know coming up through medical school and everything you start at the bottom of the totem pole you work your way and um, you know now we're part of a team and we help lead the team so it's really it's a lot of parallels <laughs> so this is the legends of sports show I gotta ask you who is one or you if you can't narrow it down to one who are a couple of your your favorite sports legends and why? Well, for me, it's the soccer players, not surprisingly, but I mean, growing up, 
um, you know, good old Pele from, uh, from Brazil way back in the day. And then, um, you know, when I was young, we had our, our women emerging. So that initial group of women like Mia Hamm and, um, I was also like a big fan of that whole generation, um, Michelle Akers, uh, Julie Foudy, uh, Christine Lilly. So those were some of my heroes growing up. And I was lucky enough to get to play against or with a few of them and um, meet some of them. And they were just incredible kind of forerunners of what we have now um, in the United States and the world for women's soccer and women's athletics. Um, and they've done a lot for the sport since also. So now I have to ask you a somewhat controversial question about the World Cup. What are your thoughts on expanding the uh, number of entrants into the first round for the World Cup this year? Are we diluting the product, or is it good because it helps popularity and helps more countries get involved? Well, I think particularly over the last few days, we've literally seen, I think, about three or four of the top 10 teams in the world get eliminated in the, um, before going to the round of 16. And right. several of them were eliminated by teams that are ranked below the top 32 in the world. So I think, you know, if we're taking results into it, that um, it seems like it hasn't been diluted that much at this point. Um, I don't know about, you know, if they want to expand further. Um, I think we'll just have to see it's about the level of competition and if those teams can get some wins outside, you know, during World Cup qualifiers and things like that. But I think right now this year with the with 30, with 32, right? Um, right. With the number of teams that we have now, that it seems like it's been appropriate um, based on the results so far. I guess yeah, I think that, that was probably a better question a couple of weeks ago. I think that, that it's it's been proven that probably was a pretty darn good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I watched uh, the South Koreans tie uh, against uh, who were they playing Germany, to, and then that ultimately led to Germany being eliminated and, and Morocco advanced. So, to, and I think they were ranked yeah. what maybe two or something like that, or it's still very high. Um, Germany was high, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So, um, and then and, you know, and then speaking of the injuries, we saw one of the South Koreans get carted off in a on a backboard at the end of that match. So it's certainly, it's not for the faint of heart, definitely a contact sport. Yeah, I've been on both sides of that uh, that stretcher. So it's not, <laughs> I don't know if I can say it's fun either way, but it's definitely something that needs to be in good hands, so. Sure, yeah. Um, so in, what are you most looking forward to about the uh, the rest of the World Cup we've got? I mean, I just want to see some good competition. We've seen some really good play out of, um, you know, out of Sweden, out of um, France has played fairly well so far, I think. Um, Japan has been, has dominated all their games so far. Um, so, I mean, I think I'd just like to see some good play. I'd really like to see our, our USA women um, play to their potential <laughs> um, as much, you know, kind of redeem their level of play to the way we know they can play. Um, and I think I'd like to see it continue to raise awareness for the sport, you know, throughout the world. So, and you get, you get that by having good games. So I just want to see some more good games. <laughs> right. Yeah. So now coach, I got to rope you into this. And we, we usually stay pretty far from the politics, but we're just going to brush it a little bit. You know, we had the, the, the women's team, uh, some symbolism on national anthem stuff. I think not putting the hands on the heart. I don't think they were kneeling, but 
uh, know that you know we you've done a lot of work with military around the world and what what are your thoughts and this has been going on you know for the last several years all this national anthem controversy but it's kind of back coming around again what are your thoughts on that one coach well you know it is what it is uh there's so many uh discouraging uh, avenues of concerns here and one of the most democratic, the, the what you call the apex of the democratic nations of the world. All right, so, but uh, we got our own problems as well. And a lot of it has to do with gender. A lot of it has to do, you gotta go in, cause we do talk it as it is, Doc. Racism, right. uh, partiality and and disparity, and I know Doc can compare to that because of the disparity of women in professional soccer, and they do oh everything that they are they are capable of getting, even more so than men, because the winning legacy in world soccer is with the women. I mean, you know, don't take Einstein to understand that. So it's going. It is uh, a very controversial thing, but it is. Uh, something that's indicative of the way our country is trending right now. And the best way to be able to do it as we try, and I think uh, our, our doctor, a celebrity soccer, I gotta call her soccer, she plays more sports than some of the guys I know. But uh, it's something that I think that you can hear to it's up to the individual, and God knows, uh, you know, if if you want to do something to speak on a world stage, unfortunately, the World Cup is one of them, as well as the Olympics and whatnot. But Doc, I I can't uh, condone it. I I would love to see everybody on the same page in this thing, but sometimes messaging is only done by making something impactful to make the message come to bear. So uh, I would say one thing, I hope and pray that I'll, because now it is a professional uh, situation with with, with uh, world soccer, as it is on, on uh, other parts of the world, especially when I was playing professional basketball in Europe and the European nations. I mean, you know, soccer is the number one, and also it's the, it's the more adhesive national sport to to uh, well over 90% of the world. So uh, I will say it's a shame, uh, but again, I understand being an African-American, uh, a basketball uh, person and a person of, of some esteem or trying to be a, a role model into it, but you know, it is what it is, Doc. Uh, and maybe with a lot of whole prayer and a lot of teamwork, teamwork, listeners, can make a dream work. Let's get together and uh, <laughs> solve a problem. Let's get together and win a game. Let's get together and be a champion. But uh, unless you come together as one, it's always going to be difficult to get into an initiative that you want to get to. So roundabout way, Doc, we got a ways to go. Yeah. I mean, and then this is, we're taking a little uh, side sideways uh, conversation from the world cup but i mean this is speaking from a guy who was in the very segregated south playing basketball and all sorts of of hostile environments i imagine so 
that's 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 the decades of wisdom um, that we can all learn from. I think. Yeah. Uh, part, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on it. Part of me wants to see everybody united and 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 uh, standing for the flag. And on the other hand, there's a lot of countries in the World Cup, even where if you have something negative about your government. Well, you can't say it. You can't. You don't have a voice. And yeah, I think it's 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 an amazing testament to what America is and the freedom that our citizens have that we can protest our government on a national stage without any repercussions. Well, and you get attention, and but you have a voice. So yeah, I think yeah. it's 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 even though I'd love to see us all cheering for the flag. I think it's still a, an amazing testament to what America stands for that we can have dissent and not be punished for it. So you know, God, um, not to, not to cut you too far, and I don't know that I'm gonna let you roll right on through. What you just said is so Im, it, it, it's impeccable to know. The, the the I would say it's so important to know that you are in the greatest country, regardless of its faults in the greatest country in the world that you can be, do, say, or anything you want to do and still have the, the ability to not lose that, uh, that, that right. So, you know, uh, you, can, you can say, oh, we got, yes, we do. Oh, my gracious, we got a lot of problems, man. And God knows, and we're very religious people. We're going to have to answer to, to the Almighty one day with that. But right now, you can do pretty much and be anything in this country that you want to be if you got a plan, desire, a way to get to it, and of course, associating with the right people for the right conclusion of what you're going for. That's enough of that for me. Y'all got that. <laughs> All right. Lord, I, I wanted to talk a little bit. We talk about um, overuse injuries. We talk about, you know, cross-training different sports year-round athletics what are for for younger soccer players coming up what are some of the prevention strategies or or things that you counsel your your uh, young athletes um as a physician taking care of a lot of athletes sure yeah i mean i i actually try to get to them at a fairly young age if i can because hopefully they haven't had too many injuries but the time they hit, you know, middle school or early high school age. Um, and really middle school age, I try to start counseling them on strength and conditioning training and cross training, whatever sport they're specializing in. Um, you know, there's a lot of evidence. People are doing lots of studies as far as, you know, should we be specializing early? Should we not be? And there's a lot of controversial evidence out there. Um, I think a lot of it still supports that we should encourage our kids to play multiple sports and be well-rounded athletes when they're young. Um, but then, of course, as they get older, they're going to specialize. But starting in about middle school, I usually really encourage them to get into a good, like, strength and conditioning program. Um, if it's possible, you know, do it through their school, do it through their team, do it with a personal type trainer, um, and just start really learning how to focus on your core, on your flexibility, um, on your overall strength, um, because that really helps in any sport prevent overuse injuries, uh, you know, prevent uh, constant training load that's too high and things like that because a lot of coaches out there um you know we all get hung up in like we were just talking about the politics and um we get hung up in you know winning all the time without sort of thinking about hey these are 
you know, kids. It happens a lot in baseball too. You know, that's why we've got the, the, the pitch count rules and everything now. Um, but I'm seeing these younger athletes that overdevelop, you know, when they get so good at such a young age, they overdevelop their, their, um, and their muscles for that particular sport so early. And then they, you know, kind of overcompensate and forget about things that they should be kind of bringing up along. Like for instance, in soccer players, a lot of times, like we get so good with our, or they get so good with their feet and so good at, um, you know, doing all their soccer moves that they forget about that they need really good hip and core strength and hip rotation and things like that. And when you lose that, you end up with hamstring injuries and back injuries and knee injuries and things like that. So I really try to get them at that younger age, starting to focus on strength and conditioning and uh, good warmups. Yeah. Tom, Tom Brady is a big one. He's always pushed the more pliability, less, mm -hmm. less impact in as far as the training and, and conditioning. And he had a, pretty long career there um you think just a little bit <laughs> yeah who knows maybe you'll try to make come come back again so coach did you ever play soccer nope <laughs> nope <laughs> uh looked at it you know like uh well when i was coming up it was no soccer in america but uh but uh, in my travels in professional sports around the world, you know, I, I uh, saw so much because every uh, country outside the United States during our era had a soccer team. So, you know, it, it was such a the number one sport in the world. Now, as far as trying, oh, yeah, everybody come out. Yeah, man, you're a basketball player. Okay, take this ball and do that. Yeah, I can do something in the palm of basketball, but that little ball gave me a fit. I ain't going to mess with them things like that. And what, what y'all do? Hey, Doc, I'm going to tell you. What y'all do with soccer and with your feet and throwing that thing up and, and doing uh, backwards uh, 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 spikes with this thing and the agility that you go through and a lot of ankle and hip movement. Great day in the morning. Uh, mm -hmm. I think truly that uh, little girls now have big girls to look up to. For the first time in our country, a major sport that young ladies now could strive to, to be a part of right now. God, now of all, between NBA, uh, WNBA basketball and soccer, is giving the girls an opportunity, or young athletes, I should say, an opportunity to get to a point that they can really enjoy making a living playing a child's game. Mm -hmm. So I got to say one thing, little girls now have big girls to look up to. It ain't about the young boys on the block looking up to the heroes. These young girls now got skills. And now what you're putting out there now and, and on and off the, the field, you have to be admired and uh, supported in what you do. Your journey has been a long way in Title of Nine has really done a great thing for women's sports. Well, yeah, well, Coach, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, yeah, I think you said that very eloquently, Coach. Thanks a lot. Um, I hope that, I think it's wonderful that we can celebrate, like, all of our women, our, specifically on our women's national team, celebrate all of their uniqueness and their individuality mm -hmm. and their differences and their platforms. Um, but you said it like, you know, the little girls, they look up to them. And so I also think 
you know, having traveled and put on the USA colors and represented our country, you know, there's a certain amount of pride in that. Yeah, and I yeah. hope that we are yeah. able to come together and yeah. focus on that as a team, because that is what the young girls look up to also, you know, See, that's right. So I hope that we're able to do that for the rest of this World Cup. Doc, we got to have her back. No question. She's drafted <laughs> in the first round. Come on out of here, girl. What? Come and they've on, got Austin. the other role models, too, the ones who played collegiate sports and uh, Olympic systems, yep. uh, uh, soccer, and now have gone on to be role models professionally, like yourself, Dr. Quinlan. So they've got, they've got all sorts of role models. Well, yeah, I think young, well, young women these days are pretty lucky in that respect. And you're right, in the U.S., we do have much more of a platform than a lot of the rest of the world does. Not everywhere, but... Um, we are an amazing country, and so I hope that we can continue it, it, in that mindset. If you want to succeed in America, get a plan, get a team, and make it happen. That's the one good thing. Only country on this earth that can say that with the graces of, of, of God. So I'm going to tell you, I, we got to have a back, Doc. I'm a, no question. And you, and with this season... It's not over because one thing for sure, soccer now is 24-7. So uh, <laughs> it, it's something that we will not have a shortness of content available for you, Doc, if you would love to be able to come back and be a part of the combination of Dr. Stephen Cummings' medical update with the legends and have someone like you who have had the experience and, and have seen a thing or two be a part of that team. I know my, my producer, Magzilla, is grinning like a chess cat over there. Get the women well, out there and make it happen. But you're more than welcome. And all Doc got to say, we got something coming up. And I like to see y'all on the simulcast when you get about 25 million people looking at you cats and see what's <laughs> up. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. Right. Well, I'll I hate people. I hate to cut this too short. Short. It's not yeah. funny, but I've got to go fix a humerus in the next couple minutes. Boy, I tell you, what a job. <laughs> not <What> funny. Job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. I'm yes, yes. I'm You're quite like... sure we'll hear a lot from our upcoming women athletes and those that support uh, women's sports as well as other sports. I'm, I'm so happy, how happy to be uh a part of this new uh, movement that Doc is getting to bring more specific contact to sports inside and out. Legends of sports. Doc, you got anything else you want to conclude with, babe? Hey, I, I, I just say that uh, for all the, the female athletes out there, the women athletes out there, it's, uh, it's a great time to be a woman athlete. And uh, it's, it, I think that I, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled the World Cup, it's great soccer, yeah. and uh, and and I'm excited to see what's next. Um, I'd be happy to have Laura come back and impart more of her wisdom to us. You can only fit so much into 30 minute podcasts, and we've got a lot more to hear from her. Okay, God bless y'all, and thanks so much, all of our listeners around the country and around the world. Thanks a lot for letting sports inside and out legends of sports be a part of your listening day and those that help make the game. And always remember, when legends speak, Doc, everybody, everybody listens. listens. God bless you. Thanks a lot, Doc. Laura, God bless you, honey. Take care.
You too. Take care. Thank you.